three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is The Real Pineapple, and this is your humble host, Hunter, here. Hope you guys are having a great evening. Um, So, I gotta be honest with you guys. I always promise to be truthful and honest, no matter how um, (laughs) controversial my opinions may be or what have you. But uh, I gotta be honest, guys. I've been been struggling this week. This, uh, this, uh... This past week uh, with uh, the the Jacob Blake shooting um, and just how our super awesome president and his uh, inner circle have responded to it. It's been really disheartening just to see someone who is that tone deaf. I'm not going to go off on a huge Trump rant. Lord knows I could, but um, just the way he's carried himself through this whole situation, I mean... You know, I, I, I'm I'm an optimist, you know, I think about someone, you know, like when uh, the, the George Floyd shooting and I, how terribly Trump handled it. And I think, oh, well, maybe he'll learn. And, you know, that's the optimist in me. And of course, he fucking doesn't. And so between that and I'm sitting here with Leia, um, my partner on Friday night. And we'd had uh, we'd had a very emotional week. I have been. Crying off and on, uh, pretty much since Wednesday, uh, and uh, randomly I check Google and I see Chadwick Boseman uh, had died, and I just thought, you know, bullshit. There's no fucking way. Like it's, you know, it's Black Panther. Like, you know, and and then start gaining traction, and then Chadwick Boseman's official Twitter came out and, and, and unfortunately confirmed his passing. Um, so in tribute and I, and I'm going to have a lot to say about Chadwick here, um, for his review, but because we lost Chadwick Boseman and he was 42 and it was on Jackie Robinson day, um, it just felt very appropriate to go ahead and, uh, review 42 um, which I will be the first to admit I've I'd only seen once until uh, until today, which I know some people are like, what? And yeah, I know. I know. I suck. But I uh, I don't know. I just had this feeling like I, I just really felt led to review this. But uh, this is uh, written, directed by uh, Brian uh, Hegeland, who I was trying to remember that name. I was like, I know that name. And he wrote uh, Man on Fire arguably top five favorite Denzel movies. I freaking love Man on Fire. He also wrote the uh, remake of the Taking uh, Taking a Poem 1, 2, 3, which I loved. Uh, he, God, he's having a lot of stuff I like. Oh, my God. Uh, he wrote Green Zone. Uh, he wrote uh, Cirque du Freak, the Vampire's Assistant, that movie John C. Riley. Uh, he wrote Salt with Angelina Jolie. Enjoyed that. Uh, wrote uh, Legend with uh, Tom Hardy, which I enjoyed. Um, let me see. Oh my god, and he did Blood Work and Mystic River in LA Confidential. Oh my god, this guy's great. Why didn't I? <laughs> but um he he wrote this and the thing about 
<coughs> pardon me. The thing for me is I remember seeing Shadow Bozeman 42 and going, huh, this guy's cool. Like, I think he's got something. It's ironically enough how I felt when I saw Michael B. Jordan in Chronicle, just going, okay, this brother, he, he's got something. And, you know, of course, he ends up becoming who he becomes. But the thing about this role in particular is that we talk about the war ending and how, you know, something that's really not talked about nearly enough about after war was over, um, black men were coming home, having fought for American freedom and being denied theirs. You know, we get into Jim Crow and, you know, the, the, the sit-ins and all that. And I don't, the thing I'm appreciative for about this film is that not only did it introduce me to Chadwick Boseman, who will go down as one of my favorite actors of all time, make no mistake about it. Um, but this movie gets ugly in the sense of it shows you how bad it was. You see whites only written on the, uh, on, on like, uh, bathroom doors and you just go like son of a bitch. And you think about it. That was only really not even 80 years ago. Uh, I mean, God, Selma was like, it was like 60 years ago. And, and we just think about, I, I think we, we have this almost this America, this, oh God, I'm going to, oh, oh, I know someone's going to hate this. We almost have this American nationalism look, a uh, view on how we view slavery in the sense of we go like, oh, it was so long ago. We've evolved past that. And have we? <laughs> like it's a it's it's getting to a point where that's a question we have to answer and this film does not shy away from how incredibly ugly this country is um back then or was back then because it still is i mean look at the riots um and what i found fascinating about that is the incredible amount of grace that jackie robinson uh is portrayed by uh, Chadwick Boseman, he just has this level of gravitas to the man where you just sit back and you're kind of in awe of how effortlessly he's making everything look and you just go, wow, okay, it's it's so impressive to me. And the, the, the other thing this film does such a great job of is really showing you how he had to deal with this shit. And it, it, it feels uncomfortable. Um, I was watching this with Leia and one of the things I was so happy about was that I was uncomfortable. Like, I was so happy I was uncomfortable because there, there are these points where I was like, oh, motherfucker. Like, like, really getting drawn into this. There's a scene with uh, Branch Rickey, who I have to give a huge shout out to Harrison Ford for. Uh, we, uh, I think Hollywood just kind of gets to this point where we just, we give, we give Harrison Ford so much shit because, you know, he's, seems stoned half the time but but the thing about harrison ford is i mean you think about <coughs> pardon me even just going back to ender's game harrison ford's a bad motherfucker and people don't really do not appreciate how grave an actor he can be i haven't seen the call of the wild yet i need to um but blade runner 2049 was only three years ago and he was incredible in that he is just one of my favorite actors ever and even something like uh, like uh, six days, seven nights, or what lies beneath, uh, he just has this. He has this this quiet authority, and there are a couple times that he yells. But really, this is one of the most, most subdued Harrison Ford performances 
maybe ever, honestly. He 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 comes across so authoritative anyway, but what I love about this role is that he almost acts like a pseudo narrator as far as really kind of breaking down these uh these bits on racism where it is very much like, hey, if you're not getting this, let me break it down for you. Cause he, the way he breaks it down to the players, it really does feel like a it's a very um it's a very interesting window that it allows for the audience to go ahead and see see through the way it's presented, which I loved. Um Harrison Ford though in this, he there's this scene where uh, Jackie breaks down because they're playing the uh, the, the Phillies and uh, the manager of the Phillies, who's played uh, Ben Chapman, who's played by Alan Tudyk. And I just got to say, Alan Tudyk is one of my favorite. Uh, is I'm a huge fan of his. I think he, uh, like Harrison Ford, really does not get enough credit for how great of an actor he can actually be. Um, if you have not seen Tucker and Dale vs. Evil, that alone uh, is the reason to see him. Or, or, or to watch him, but there's this point where he just, he is seeing just the most evil, vile shit, and he, he's, you know, he's yelling, like, your nigger skin's gonna melt, and you tar, baby, and I'm just sitting here, and he calls, he calls Jackie a monkey, I wanna say, and I'm just like, you son of a bitch, like, I was getting so incredibly angry, and in the back of my head, I'm, I'm sitting there like, yeah, good, I should be this pissed off and but oh it's so frustrating it's so fucking frustrating uh to watch alan tudyk at points but i he played such a great villain here um i i love the kind of villain that he played and you the, the thing that's so hard watching from the black perspective especially is that black people go through this you know him trying to go ahead and kind of break through to get onto the Dodgers. It's really crazy just to think about how his teammates didn't like him. They didn't like the fact he was stirring the pot. And you just look at all these different... Uh, there's a scene early on in the film where he's on the bus, uh, where he's playing for, uh, in the, like the minor leagues. Uh, um, uh, and he they stop off at this uh, like middle, middle of nowhere gas station. And Jackie needs to go to the bathroom. So he kind of walks towards the bathroom and the guy pumping his gas goes, you know, better than go ahead and go on in there. And I was just like, oh, this deliverance shit. And Jackie Flout tells him, cool, we'll go ahead and get our 99 gallons somewhere else because we're on a giant team bus. And he goes, okay, go on, go, go on in. Like he's he's not happy about it. But I, I was just like, I, I love that. Um. I didn't know that Jackie Robinson was court-martialed for not sitting in the back of a military bus. I was just like, hell yeah. Even before he was on the baseball field, he was breaking down barriers. Just, just, ah, just makes me love him more. And as much crap as I give the Dodgers, I have to give Dodgers credit. I mean, the Giants weren't doing this. I mean, I'm a Giants fan. But flat out, the fact that they got this done. I mean, what happens is no one signs him. I mean, it's a way different conversation we're having. And... The, the, as a baseball fan, a casual fan, but a fan, I, I was, it was really cool to hear, uh, <laughs> it was nice to hear old time announce, uh, baseball, like old time, like announcer baseball, like where it's like, oh, kids, like my parents buy Cracker Jacks. We're here and we're in the thick of it. And like, like talking all old timey. I, I can't talk old timey apparently, but, <laughs> but talking in that vein, I just, I, I found that 
so much fun and it really added this level of uh authenticity uh authenticity good grief there we go uh to to the film uh, one of the pl- one of my few complaints about this is that uh Nicole uh Bahari uh she plays uh, Rachel Robinson uh Ray as Jackie calls her and Nicole and Shadowick have really great chemistry and they get a decent amount of time together but I want a little more time with them just independent of uh, of him just playing baseball i i would have liked to have just seen a little more interaction there um I, again i know i'm kind of nitpicky but i really i really wanted that moment uh some more moments with the two of them so it's just kind of frustrating there there's a scene early on where uh shadow was supposed to get on the plane <coughs> to report for spring training and his wife uh goes to uh, the bathroom in the airport where it says whites only on the door and this uh the lady running the tickets goes ahead and gives her seats away and i was just like oh my god you fucking bitch and that's the thing that's so frustrating that there's multiple multiple moments where you are just like what is your guys's problem why are you so fucking mean but again it works so well because it's supposed to piss you off but that that woman, I uh, I was not a fan of her. Um, so Chadwick's first uh, first uh, manager is a uh, Leo uh, Dr- uh, Leo Durocher, uh, played by Christopher Maloney. Who, I mean, you want to talk about Law and Order? Guys, guys, just a fucking badass. I, and he has a couple standout moments here. Um, there's a scene where uh, Branch calls him in the middle of the night and goes. Uh, what are your thoughts on Jackie Robinson? And he's just like, uh, like basically like, I have no ill will towards him, but fuck, let me go back to sleep. And he's in bed with this woman who's married. And, <laughs> and so Branch goes ahead and talks to him about the Bible. He's like, oh, the Bible says this. And he's like, oh, okay, sure. It's a great read, I'm sure. And tries to get him off the phone. And Branch goes, the Bible also has a uh, uh, passages about adultery too and and leo kind of raises an eyebrow and goes like oh that's great good night and that scene in particular had me rolling i thought that was so incredibly fucking funny and the scene that i think one of my favorite scenes in the whole film uh there's a point where of course jackie gets on the uh, on the dodgers and the brooklyn dodgers at that point and the team goes ahead I pretty much every member of the team goes ahead and signs a petition saying that they won't uh, play with Jackie. Uh, they won't play with Jackie Robinson. And I just remember thinking, holy crap. And there is this line that Leo drops on paraphrasing, but he goes, you know, there are, you know, there are more Negroes like Jackie who are hungry, who uh, want to play baseball, who will do whatever they can, um, you know, to, uh, to get here and that uh, he's the first of many. And I love that line. And, and it, it, you know, I, I wish, I really wish that more people uh, did talk about the Negro Leagues because you talk about so many of the, you know, the great teams uh, that came from, that came from there and the, the, main, the, the great players that came from there. Um, it, it, it's something that I, I love. That's something I love about Bob Costas. He's a huge uh, Negro Leagues uh, historian. But um I know they don't have enough time to touch on everything. They touch on, you know, they t- they do touch 
on it a little bit as far as uh, Jackie's ascension uh, to uh, from there to the major leagues, but I was just like, ah, would have liked a little more. But you know, what are you gonna do? Um, there are a couple moments in this movie that uh, it, it, I mean, it's not super, not gore or anything, but just as someone who does cringe easily when like bones are snapped or ankles are stepped on. There's there are just some points where I was like, oh my god, Jackie, like don't don't lose your shit. Um, there I referred to the scene er- earlier, but there's a scene I believe they're playing Philadelphia, and uh, that's when Alan Tudyk's Ben Chapman is calling like, you know, porch monkey nigger nigger, just saying all this shit, and Jackie goes down um, into the tunnel and breaks a bat. And he breaks the shit out of this bat. Like, it is like two swings and it's already broken. I was like, holy crap. And he just breaks down and he's just weeping. And I'm just sitting there watching this going, oh my God, this poor man. Like, the fact he had to go through this shit. And it just, it it breaks your heart because everyone is being so just, they're pushing his buttons so much and being such evil pieces of shit and you're just you're sitting there in your film form and uh jackie you know he's on his hands and knees sobbing and uh ricky comes into the tunnel and jackie goes you know i'm gonna go ahead like the next white man who said I, i'm paraphrasing but the next white man who says something to me i'm gonna you know i'm gonna i'm gonna break his teeth and how ricky has to talk him down and go look this is what you know if you go out there and fight uh, the headlines not they're not gonna talk about you being provoked and say you lost your cool and you know you're clearly making an impact and it's 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 so heartbreaking because he's a he Ricky's a thousand percent correct he's a thousand percent correct but you just see the look on Jackie's face the fact he has he understands he can't lose his shit but he just he wants to and honestly I've lost my shit on people for far less than what Jackie Robinson went through so I I just I felt this, I, I felt this just, uh, I felt, I felt that anger. I felt that frustration. Um, the term that uh, Ricky uses is living the sermon. You're living the sermon, you know, talking about, you know, you're, you're, you're going through it like biblically. And I, I love that, that tie in. Um, I love the way he used that. Um, there's a scene with, um, with uh Ricky and I I, I want to say the guy's name's oh yeah uh Harold Parrot who uh worked uh worked for uh, Mr. Ricky uh he's like kind of like a not like a not the manager but he like kind of like frontline on the team and it was so fascinating because they call back to later in the, uh, earlier in the film where Harold was super like uh he he asked Mr. Ricky are you out of your mind when he said he's going to sign a negro and you get in now we're at this point where he is so afraid for Jackie and he's so angry that people are being so shitty to him. And I just found that uh, flip so interesting. The term that Harold uses is uh, he talks about sympathy. You're feeling sympathy, which I didn't know in Greek means to suffer. So when you say you sympathize with someone, you're saying that you suffer with them. And I, and I found that so beautiful and, and almost gothic in the way that he broke that down. I was like, wow, I, I love that. That's something I never knew. And I was like, oh, all right, that's fucking awesome to know. Um, there, there is a scene, and I'm going back down to because, again, I hated Ben Chapman in this movie. I wanted to shoot him. Um, 
there's a scene where uh, the Dodgers are going to come to Philadelphia, and I can't remember the um, I, it's the team manager for Philadelphia. I want to say or the team owner, I believe, calls Ricky and says, you know, oh well, if like yeah, we're playing you guys, you're coming to our stadium. If you bring Jackie Robinson with you, we're not going to take the field. And Ricky flat out says, oh, I'll take I'll take a forfeit, like that's fine. And I remember just laughing, going, "Damn!" And that's something about Ricky in this movie. He does not pull any punches. He is a he's a bad motherfucker, and I, I appreciate the hell out of him in this. Um, but Jackie goes to Philadelphia, and Ben Chapman is basically told by the team owner, "It's getting way too hot out here as far as the racial tension." Like um, because a paper a, a story in the paper comes out uh, talking about how racist the team is. Which was funny and made me laugh. And so there's this in Jackie Robinson, they do a great job as Jackie Robinson does not snap. He never starts yelling at anyone really or or anything like that. But but uh Ben uh, Ben Chapman, you know, sends word basically to the team that hey, I want to take a picture of Jackie Robinson, kinda, you know, bury the hatchet. And so Jackie says, oh, yeah, like, we're not doing it in a tunnel or a place like that. We're going to do it on the field where everyone can see. And so Jackie grabs a bat and he goes, oh, yeah, here, let's use this. That way we don't have to touch skin. And I remember in my head, I was like, oh, snap. Like, that's how you do it. And that just that little dig. It's like in Room of the Titans when um, that one racist he, uh, uh, Denzel, Coach Boone, goes to shake the uh, racist asshole coach's hand and he won't do it. And he throws the banana at him to catch because he called him a monkey in that uh, that interview early, uh, earlier. Uh, I, I I love that scene and I, I I love that dig. Just that subtle little dig um, by Jackie made me feel very happy. Something that I loved, uh, Wendell Smith, who uh, f- uh, fun fact I did not realize until I did a little research here, is that. He actually played um, baseball in college and, and should have been an MLB player, but he was told by a scout that they couldn't, they just could not sign a Negro, and so he didn't get signed. And so he did everything he could help someone else, someone of color, of course, get signed. And he actually was the one who brought up Jackie Robinson to Ricky in the first place, which I was, which. They don't really, they don't bring up. And I remember going, that would have been cool to have in there. Like, it, like, like that was a missed opportunity the film had. I was just like, oh, okay, guys, come on. So that was a little irritating as far as, you know, complaints. But I love the scene with Wendell and uh, Jackie in there uh, driving the car. And because uh, Wendell's really like the, uh, uh, he's, uh, chronicling Jackie uh, throughout the whole his first you know his first season his rookie year, and so Wendell drives them everywhere essentially. And there's this amazing scene where he picks him up from the airport, and Jackie's trying to get a cab, and he's there to pick him up. And Wendell basically kind of has to have a grown man talk with him, go like, "Look, your progress is not just your progress; it's our progress essentially." And really telling them like this is bigger than you. And the, the 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 thing that killed me, and I'm paraphrasing, but Wendell goes, you know why I sit, you know, behind um home uh behind third play uh, the, behind uh, third base, 
And Jackie kind of just looks at him and goes, yeah, because uh, uh, Negro reporters aren't allowed in the press box. I just went, oh, fuck. Or in the dugout, I believe he says. And we're just going, oh, son of a bitch. That fucking sucks. Like, it just, it's these things that you don't think about. But the way that the movie presents them to you, you go, okay, fair enough. Um, I, yeah. Um, there's this scene. This is the last thing I'm going to talk about before I wrap up here. Uh, Lucas Black, who plays Pee Wee Reese. I want to say, I think it's Pee Wee Reese. He comes up to Jackie Robinson at a point in the game and puts his arm around him. And I remember um, that earlier in that scene, uh, I believe they're in Philadelphia. And, um, oh, no, they're in Ohio, I want to say. Yeah, uh, they're, I think they're playing Cleveland. But he puts his arm around his shoulder. And earlier in that scene, uh, there's this, uh, you know, redneck asshole dad with his little kid, he goes, he goes, like, we don't want you here, nigger. We don't want you here. And the kid kind of looks up at his dad. And I remember the moment he looked up at his dad, I went, oh, please don't do it. And, of course, the kid does. He goes, yeah, nigger, we don't want you here. And I remember just thinking, that's how Fox News gets viewers. Like, it's just <laughs> it's those moments right there where I go, oh, Fox News, you sons of bitches. But I love that scene because when Pee Wee puts his arm around... <laughs> When Pee Wee puts his arm around Jackie, that kid looks down at the ground like, oh, God, what did I do? And I was like, good, feel shame, white devil. This is what, you know, <laughs> but, I, but it was such a, it was a genuine healing moment where that kid went, oh, I shouldn't do that. Okay, good to know. Um, I, the last thing I want to touch on is the cinematography. Uh, the way this film is shot and the way the film really makes you feel like you're there uh, when Jackie's running the bases, uh, it's it's amazing. Like I love the way that they that they shot uh, that this was shot. Um, the the cinematographer uh, f- uh, for the film, I actually do not know who the cinematographer is uh, uh, Don Burgess, and that name sounds from really familiar for some reason. Um, Oh, he does this cinematography on Castaway. Oh yeah, um, huh? Book of Eli, The Muppets. Good grief, he's got a got a hell of a okay. Nice, right on. I like this guy. Um, but the way they shot that, anytime Jackie was running the bases, and it, and you just like even just him like uh, rubbing his fingertips and kind of just like reading the pitcher's eyes when they're on the mound, like these just these little just slight little camera cuts just were just so beautifully done and the way that the 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 uh sand or whatever uh would shoot up when he slid i was like oh my god it's amazing like i i I love the way this film looks and it really does have that that vintage feel uh to it as well i i i just i i adore this film i have i i love this film i think this is an incredible film uh i can't believe i don't own this i'm gonna have to buy this now (laughs) I wonder if it's in 4K. I'll have to check. But uh, yeah, th- this is a this is a fan fucking tastic. I, I um, despite my gripes with the film, the the performances and I, I, I again I cried multiple times. Um, there's a scene. Uh, you know what? Sorry. Nope. I gave my grade. I gave my grade. But um, yeah, I, I I just love this film. And in closing, I'm just gonna say, and I I I, I want to do a proper podcast before um on on this but um the news about Chadwick Boseman uh obviously is fucking tragic um 
But all I can say is that I am so happy that I got all the roles I got with him. I got I got four Black Panther appearances. Um, you know, Civil War, Infinity War, uh, in game, and then you know his own film, Black Panther. I, I got four Black Panther appearances, which is four more than I ever thought I'd get in my lifetime. Like, and he was a perfect T'Challa. Um, he was incredible in Marshall, which I think I am going to review here soon. Uh, great Jackie Robinson, great James Brown. I mean, it's just, just the brother was so talented. And while this is heartbreaking, and while this sucks, and I hate that 2020 has just been not a great year at all. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm grateful. I, I'm, I'm grateful we got Black Panther. I'm, I'm grateful that while he may never know how far his reach was, he got a little glimpse of what his acting and his seriousness in handling the role of T'Challa meant to people. And I, I mean, hell, I'm drinking out of a Black Panther uh, uh, water bottle right now. Um, I'm sitting in a Black Panther chair right now. Um, the character means so much to me, but um, that's that's something for another podcast. But um, to the family... And friends and you know people that he's close with uh to chadwick uh, as far as chadwick um i'm sorry um i'm sorry you're going through this right now um yeah and and and, and my thoughts and prayers are with you thoughts and prayers with all the fans too who this is just hit i i um i know people push the rivalry it's not there because people are stupid but um dc uh had a a, a beautiful tweet um, very respectful they put out, and that, that was really, I don't know, it was a cool moment just to see DC, you know, even, um, even give uh, give him credit, uh, give him props. Um, the 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 tributes that have been rolling in have been insane. Um, I read Ryan Coogler's. I recommend you read it if um you, you haven't yet. Um. Rob Downey Jr. is beautiful. Chris Evans, uh, everyone at Marvel, Fe- Feige, um, uh, yeah, just just even the fan tributes. I, I would really recommend if you haven't had a chance to look at some of them. I mean, Josh Gad's made me cry. Like I, Josh Gad's genuinely made me weep, and I, I I just have yeah. So, um, we will do a proper uh farewell to Jacko Bozeman at some point. I, I'm gonna be honest. I need to try to get into a space where I feel like I can do that. But um I love you guys. Thank you for listening. You can find us for every listen podcast. Um Ch- uh, Chadwick, thank you, sir. Um we'll call him forever. <laughs>